There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Good morning. How are you? My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. What's that smell? You smell that? What? What? What you got? Like I don't know. death. The whole city smells like. Shit. Brady, something's coming on. Well, you think there's a giant deuce? Oh, is that what it was? The sun's <laughs> laid a giant deuce downtown. That's what it is. The whole city smells like <laughs> because the sun's deuced. Hey, that's only on one side. You got a broken machine over here. Is DeAndre Ayton touching my machine? <laughs> I was just gonna say that. He's you got know, time. On one side. Yeah. Oh, he's got nothing but time on his hands. And and you know, uh, you're with the muscular moving men, right? Yes. We know DeAndre's not going to use any muscle, so maybe he should call <laughs> them when they get his ass out of Dodge. Anyway. Chicken Little, I apologize. You were right. This team collapsed. Everybody feels it. The whole city's just like, Bleh. down. I'm getting too old for this rig. Well, I'll tell you what. Invest some money in it, Brady. Try that side of it. Try throwing a few thousand dollars at the Suns and then saying, oh, I, 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 I paid, for you a little I bit. paid this all year to watch you guys turn into whatever that was the last two nights. I, I, of the 82 regular season games, I think I missed five. Not here at home. I missed maybe two here. I don't. I think I missed five games just because of prior commitments or other things going on. I have not walked out of a game uh, aside from one where I started getting sick and went right back to the apartment to watch the end of the Knicks and uh, Suns game. Turned out to be the best game of the year. Cam Johnson went crazy and the buzzer beater and all that. I haven't left the game. Thursday night's game, I was in Las Vegas. We landed and timed our flight to say the game starts here. Perfect. We can get in at this time. It was great. Otherwise, we were going to take ugh, traditional air travel. A red eye? Instead of JSX. No, we would have oh. been because it timed out just right because our flight we booked way before yeah. knowing the times. So it, uh, we're like, okay, well, we're going to have to readjust flying if this is, so we can see the game because that's how invested we've been. And most people listening got involved. We got invested. It's our city. It's our, our time. So land, get to the room, everything's gangbusters. Put the suitcase down, grab a couple of pops, sit down, and the game started. It was like it, it, was, like it was built for me. It was perfect. I walked out of that game uh, early third quarter and said, this team isn't the team I've watched all year. I don't even know what's going on here. 
I can't sit. I can't stomach this game Thursday night. Thursday night, that was the worst performance I'd seen the Suns ever have until in this until whatever yesterday was. I don't even know what that was. I, I'm, I'm going to apologize to the WNBA. I should never make fun of you again. Yeah, I, I've now I seen a, I've seen a worse performance than a WNBA team. Uh, that thing last night was atrocious and an absolute pride shocking performance. I couldn't. I can't believe that those professional athletes with the resume that they have allowed that to happen to themselves for for eight quarters, maybe more. They did the they 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 dominated the first two games. Adjustments happened, and they lost badly all but two quarters of the next five games. And those two quarters were the one game that they ended up running away with the fourth quarter. I think it was game five or whatever it was. Uh, where the Suns looked like, okay, there, they got it back. That was it. And then from there on, it was a catastrophe. I don't know if they're tired. I don't know if there's some internal strife. I don't know what's going on. I got theories. I talked to Kevin Ray, Suns announcer, Kevin Ray, yesterday, and I said, you want to come on tomorrow and break this down? He goes, and Kevin just goes, brother, I need a day to think about whatever that was. <laughs> I started laughing. I'm like, I get it. He goes, he's emotional. As, uh, you know, Zach, his son, I talk to him all the time. And he's like, man, this is, I'm depressed. People are in depression when they become and this is going to hurt everybody, a national embarrassment. Since the very first Game 7 ever played in the NBA, there has not been a loss like that in a Game 7 until yesterday. The very first one was like a 40-point loss between St. Louis and... 1948. I don't know where it was. It was the very first Game 7 of all time. The home, the home team got trounced. I have the numbers here. It's ridiculous. It was the Philadelphia Warriors and St. Louis Bombers. Who? <laughs> 86 to 45 was the final. 1948 BAA semifinals. Uh, no home team has lost the, uh, the game seven as badly as that. And it was on the line for about 20 minutes last night when the Suns could not break that 40 point barrier. It took uh, the scrubs to do it. Yeah. The Bombers shot 17% for that game. And by the way, they're all dead, so we can talk about them. It's not too soon. So. <laughs> Uh, the Suns were about the same last night. I, I, the, the shocking amount, lack of, that's the thing I think that needs to be called out. The shocking lack of pride. At Chris Paul, uh, 17, 18 years in, now has a resume of playoff losses that equals every... When they go up 2-0, do you see the that The dude stat? is horrible up to nothing. Over and they've always, you know, he's had injuries and everything else. It's been bad luck, Chris. But there is, there is now a bit of a... a well, there's a consistency of, and last year kind of changed things, but there's a consistency to Chris Paul's career where he just doesn't do well in the playoffs. I mean, Devin Booker, I was shocked to see him not perform, period. I mean, there was a lack of pride on that team for the last two games. Last night was the home game. You fought all year to get home court advantage. To do that? To score? You beat me, Brady, Brett, Toledo, and Tripp by 27 in the first half. It was 27 nothing to me. Luca beat you. Luca tied the half with the Suns. I've never seen a professional basketball team just lay an egg as badly as that and then go out and instead of you know cracking that egg and saying we got to at least show up, lay another one in the second half. I mean, to come out and actually be worse in the third yeah. quarter than you were in the first half. Lose 30-10 to 10 in that quarter. The pride quarter. You know, the gayest quarter of all, I like to call it. The pride quarter. You did it. And uh, it falls... This at, was the year, John! It falls... To, and nobody's going to say this. I, I bet you this has not been said or been... Nobody's going to say this. But this is straight on the feet of two-time coach of the year, Monty Williams. 
I, I, this is right on his his doorstep and laying in front of him, and he's the type of guy that will eat this. He did. I heard him on the he interviews. He did. Yeah. But this uh, is as oh, much as he could. He one, it, yeah. look, it's on me. Hundred percent on him. Uh, the team with the best record in basketball does not make adjustments to their rotation in a playoff series as drastically as he did, unless he sees that they have no chance. And he may have a few games ago sent the message to the rest of the team: "We're outmanned." Because no campaign, and I don't think he was playing well, but to, to shuffle the bench just because they weren't playing well is something he hadn't. It was a knee-jerk reaction. Last-minute chemistry, trying to find uh, Trying to find combos. some mix, basically yeah. screaming to your team, they've got us. Flamethrowing. I got no idea what to do. I'm going to try Bismarck Biombo and Landry Shamit to get massive minutes. I, I don't uh, – J- JaVel McGee was a defensive liability. They're soft. Uh, they got exposed by Jason Kidd last night and the night before. In fact, for the last five games, maybe the last five full games. That was embarrassing. And it's embarrassing to be a fan. And that's what sucks. Is when, And I know Cardinal fans, you're used to it, but it's embarrassing to take the best record. Well, you can now say oh, Suns brutal. fans are used to it. Suns fans it's aren't true. used to being the best 31, team in the league. I mean, since I've been in the Valley, it's been, you know, you go to the playoffs, it's just always. It's different when you're the best team in the league. It's different. I guess this was the yeah, first the embarrassing, year that they were the- They did it once in 93 and at least made the finals and got beat by a much better squad. I mean, the Michael Jordan year was better. And look, you're dealing with white Michael Jordan and Luka Doncic. This dude has been consistent from day one. He has not had a let off. He came in the league at 19 years old and was triple doubling the entire time through his first two seasons. The guy is a monster. He's bird-like. He is a mo- he's better than Bird, and that's saying a ton. And I think Larry Bird, one of the top ten players of all Similar time. Similar banging Luka, plays. Luca, Luca just... will be. He is. He's more skilled than Larry Bird in the fact that he is able to bring the ball up and everything. Larry was just a six ten monster with shooting ability like nobody's business. Better defender, Larry Bird, but Luca is just. He's insane. He's he's thirty. He's thirty nine points. Better a game outside in the, shot in the than. It's pretty close. Jordan, I mean, he's just... Well, I mean, he's just ridiculous. Luca outscored the... But he had uh, one less point than the starting five yeah, through the whole game. Through the whole game. Yeah. And there's something going on with DeAndre Ayton, and I've been saying it for a long time, and if they try to pay him without making a massive adjustment, this has been this is just a waste of time because you're just going to run into the same problem again next year. You can't run that same squad out there next year. You can't do it. And that's, that's not a knee jerk. something for Ayton. Well, you keep Chris Paul, Chris Paul's got to stay. And Chris Paul is a great player, one of the five best point guards to ever play the game. But something, something happens every playoffs where it just he turns into a guy you don't recognize. I, I, I'm shocked mostly, not that they lost, because they did play a very good People don't realize that Dallas was the second-best team uh, in wins since the beginning of the January. They made the trade for Dinwiddie, and they turned into something else. They turned. The Celtics were the same thing. Celtics were a team that, like, all of a sudden figured it out. Dallas, I hate, I hate to say it, is a better team. I'm shocked completely at the prideless performance that I watched the last four games, five games, and especially the last two, and I've never seen anything like last night. I've never seen anything like last night. And, and it, should, it should hit Monty Williams right between the eyes that he not only got outcoached, he coached so poorly throughout this this series. I mean, this is just this was bad from top to bottom. The only person not to blame for the first time in the history of the Suns is Robert Sarver. He's the only guy that you can't go. This dick ruined it. It's the first time I can say the Suns did this on their own. 
all the tools are necessary. Everything's in the cupboard. Everything you'd ever need to have a big dinner's in the cupboard. And Sarver said, go crazy. And they cooked this mess. So they're going to have to wallow in this. And I don't see this as one of those, wow, this will really get them going next year. To me, yesterday the window for this team slammed shut. It just showed you are not a championship caliber. Rebuild. You, maybe a rebuild from what they've got. They've got they a have great to core. do some movement. They've got a great core, but they just got exposed. They 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 got exposed by the Bucks last year. That's why I'm saying I think you need to. Well, Aiton's got to go. I've been saying that for months. Aiton is not. Aiton is not the answer, and that's fine. And another prideless performance. The guy that you got drafted above. He was one. Luca was two. And Luca has said out and out, I should have been the number one pick. He there, that video where he said, "If you mother effers would have drafted me, you'd have right. won a championship." He, it's been a chip on his shoulder to say, "I was the second pick, and I'm out to prove it." DeAndre Ayton doesn't seem to be concerned it. at all no. that people are watching the guy picked behind him turn him into a bust. At, at least you know you, you're great. You're good. You're, you know who you are. You're Tony Romo. Fantastic numbers during the regular season. You can't get anything done when it matters. You beat up guys, you know, you beat up the Pacers, you beat up, uh, you know, the crappy teams. Uh, you can go out there and just knock Houston around like crazy with 30 points and have, you, when it, when the chips are down, DeAndre Ayton is not your guy. He's Sam Bowie. He's Sam Bowie. He's going to go down to Sam Bowie because Luka's going to be a Hall of Famer, uh, barring any catastrophe, injury, or anything else. Luka's a Hall of Fame player, period. And he's 22, 23. I don't believe that. Come on, I don't either. He's so doughy no and old looking. But so I don't look. It's hard to believe that DeAndre's twenty three. Also, look at the two of them, and I would. Yeah, I'd be serving them Jello and pills every morning. They look ancient. But the Suns finally looked as old as DeAndre does last night, and it's uh, what an embarrassment. Just flat, just bleh feeling for anybody who invested time and energy into that. You going down for the parade? Oh yeah, hopefully there'll be a you know we came in eighth grade. Great season. Yeah, no, and I don't want to hear anybody say that. But don't you just feel like it was fun anyway? No, I feel like I wasted a ton of time. I feel like I wasted a ton of energy thinking, man, this is actually really good. I'm good, you know, and I love basketball. I watched. I didn't watch just the Suns. I watched a lot of basketball, especially playoff basketball. It's unwatchable in the playoffs. Watching the Bucks and Celtics yesterday, I don't know. I don't recognize the game. I don't know what. You're like the things you're allowed to do in the playoffs. Yeah, it, it's it's on a it's on a guy with a whistle's whim. One trip it down is. the it's floor, crew you're, to you're crew though. Beyond they, crew to crew, it's play to play. Sometimes you're just sitting there banging around each other like crazy, tackling, you know, throwing elbows. I'm like, all right, we're gonna have a physical game. And then the next trip down the floor, somebody brushes a guy, and it's a flagrant one because they review every goddamn play. <laughs> Playoff basketball is, is borderline unwatchable. Especially when the Suns are in it. My God. <laughs> but yeah, that, that giant duke that's laying down there called Footprint Center. Don't step in it because it is massive. And uh, it's going to stink and it's going to lay on this team pretty much until next year's playoffs. No matter what they do, they can win 70 games next year and everybody would be like, but wait. Because can they get it done when it matters? Right now. That is still hanging that, over. That, that stink is going to stay on this team uh, all next year, I've already heard people talking about, oh, I'm going to cancel my season tickets. I mean, they're jumping off that bandwagon because they recognized this team cannot play playoff basketball. They're not good enough. The Buffalo Suns. <laughs> they think they move the whole team? <laughs> anyway, but DeAndre's not going to be here. And if he is, then, you know, you can't go, you can't run this thing out there again. But they got to do so. They do, 
I mean, I'm watching the Warriors play, and they're shooting the lights out, and then there's a quarter where everybody's just smashing into each other. And I'm like, when did this game turn into that? Like, this was a fun basketball game where everybody's shooting Memphis, and then Memphis starts attacking them physically. And it's like, well, all right, that's going to be allowed for a quarter. Like, and it's, I don't understand what the rules are half the time. I st- Paul and I were talking about it the other day. I don't understand when a guy now has the ball in regular season, if you throw your body into him, backing him down multiple times, you're going to get called for a foul. In the playoffs, it's well, it's just tough basketball. You're allowed three. You're allowed three massive <laughs> shoulder dropping smashes into then a guy. You have to shoot it. And God forbid that dude's foot moves a little bit because then he's getting called with something. It's a blocking foul. It, there's zero consistency. It's really hard to watch, and uh, especially when your team is just terrible. So, hopefully, the media attacks them and deservedly so. Our media is so soft in Chicago. You you know Chicago, right. Los Angeles. Uh, you put a performance like that together, and you are called out for months. Here we'll have the it's sure you'll have the girl announce. You know, sure was fun though. They were fun this year. Really tough, really tough. But our boys are t-. no. This is that moment where you need the you know the Stephen A. Smith moment. Ludicrous, unbelievable performance last night, Brady. Unbelievable. <laughs> this team should be taken out and drowned like barn cats. It's terrible. The, the media needs to attack this team, not forgive, not say it was a, a one-off. It's not now. It's two years in a row you got exposed as soft. And, and yesterday, wow, exposed as soft. And seemingly prideless. And I don't know who that lays on, but prideless teams are, that's tough to watch. It's tough to watch a team kind of quit on their coach, quit on each other, especially a team that's been so together. And I'll tell you right now what I would package up. I'd do a sign-and-trade. I'd get uh, DeAndre Ayton all signed up. People are going to hate this. Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, DeAndre Ayton. Ship that over to Philadelphia. Get me a Joel Embiid. And let that big beast of a man come down here and show people what it's like to play center, to play middle. Lillard in the mix. Well, Dame's another shooter. So, I mean, if you want to go with that, good. You still have... You still have a guy like Luca you can't guard. So what you have to do is recognize what you can't do. You can't guard Luca. You don't have anybody on the floor. And when you can't guard Luca, evidently you can't guard Dinwiddie. I was just gonna say, but if you could shut down everybody else, if you just could. like they used to do with the with the Bulls. But you watched last and the Bulls won six championships. Nobody True. shut it down. The the key to it is you gotta double that guy. So the Dinwiddies of the world and the Brunsons of the world start popping and they get hot and the next thing you know, they're good shooters. These are professional players. They're not guys that are just not gonna show up. Well, they were running past every Suns player. On we the can show floor. you how to do that. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll prove it. I mean, that's it was, it was brutal. Look, there's brutal. So, Suns fans, we feel the pain. The city stinks today. It just flat stinks this morning. So bad that uh, Ski Mask still isn't even here today. I don't know what's good. She must have. She must be real depressed about her new city. And it's her, a Monday. It is a Monday. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. It was a rough one. I was happy to walk away. And uh, hop on a plane. I'm like, I don't even care. This, I mean, 40 point leads, sustained 40 point leads. Are you kidding me? Come on. Not one run. Not one. The bench brought him back into the game more well, than the starting brought five. Him, I mean, kept it under 45. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Look, they kept it under 45 points. And again, they're. You could look at it that way. No. <laughs> the Suns make it so the jokes about the WNBA go away for a little while. Because 27 points in a professional, in the game seven. 
And it wasn't even because Dallas's defense was so great. They just didn't they just didn't do anything right. So we'll see. There's gonna be some moves. And it isn't knee jerk. It's reactionary to the idea that if you run this same thing out there, you're done. And you will lose season ticket holders. Yeah, if if they say, hey, we're gonna stand pat and try again. Like, I'm not going to watch this. I, I, this is a complete and utter letdown. I, can get, I can't get excited for it. The team's going to be different next year, and it has to be, or there will be zero buzz for them. It's like, yeah, we know this. We've seen this movie before. starts great. The ending's garbage. Well, on Friday, the Mercury scored 32 in the first half. They yeah. scored more than the Suns. <laughs> That's right. That's, That's true. Right. I'm looking at it right now. And probably against uh, lesser competition, <laughs> but still. The Las Vegas Aces, well, you know. Well, the Aces are pretty good. <laughs> They've got that one girl and then that other girl and then the tall one and the short one. Oh, the Aces. Forget it. The Aces. Uh, I remember when Las Vegas hosted the WNBA uh, All-Star Game and the opening tip, the girls ran the wrong direction. You don't believe me? Look it up. It's real. The best the, the best the league has to offer ran the wrong way to start the game and had to readjust in the middle of it. And the refs didn't know what to do. Is this over and back? What? It, did you guys just – there had to be a rule you broke somewhere. Well, hopefully – in 28 more days when BG gets back out of Russia. Oh, there she is. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Brady. I hate to interrupt you on your break. Right on brother. it. Yeah. <laughs> 6.05. That's the official start time now. Ski mask is in at 6.05. There you go. Figure that out, man. <laughs> Starbucks in hand again. Unbelievable. It's pretty amazing. It's just flat baffling, really, is all. It's a nice routine. It seems so great, doesn't it? Jealous. Me too. She's got the same agent as Aiton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's getting paid for nothing. Exactly. <laughs> God dang it. That's a good thing. You're right, Brady. Brittany Griner gets another 30 days in jail. I get into a, a little bit of a back and forth with somebody about that that was waving the American flag over that one. And I said, when is it that we became prideful over somebody who embarrassed us? It's it's different than you know fly, you know the, the Gary Stevens flying the U two plane and you know spy plane and stuff. It's like ooh, there's information and this guy was doing it because he was told. Uh, and then you know when is the last time? Like remember the what was it? Which was it? Lamelo Ball or whoever went to China with those UCLA kids? They stole stuff and everybody's like, we got to get them out of there. I'm like, you stole stuff in China. There's a certain point when you break a rule in a foreign country then I'm not going to wave an American flag over you and scream patriot because I don't like where you got arrested. If you got arrested in London, nobody would be screaming, let's get them out of there. If you got arrested in Sweden or France, and France has some prisons, by the way, that are nasty. Chateau <laughs> uh, We wouldn't be yelling if it was a friendly country that got her. We make it a political thing. She's an idiot. 30 more days detained. It's like, well, this is wrong. I'm like, how is it wrong? She was wrong. I, I can't really... Scream USA, USA over somebody that was there making a million dollars playing basketball and skirted the rules. It doesn't add up to me. And I don't know, you know, I don't know how much it was skirting or, you know, they just. Oh, well. I know. You don't wander around with pot there. It's as simple as that. You just don't. And you got to realize I'm probably a double target because of who I am. I'm not doing it. And, And maybe it's common sense. Maybe I'm smarter than her. I just, I really can't sit and go, well, we've got to get her out of there because she's one of ours. Yeah, she kind of embarrassed us. It's a little bit of an embarrassment to wander around there. And I, that's the reason why Americans have the reputation we've got is we act like only our laws apply no matter where we are. 
You can't go over to foreign countries and think that you're going to get the same exact punishment here. It's just stupid. The team they played, they they end up winning. They won the championship because Brittany was in jail. Is that true? No, I don't. Oh, know. I don't. I don't know. You were, they I, took I it serious. Say, are you following Russian girls' <laughs> yeah. basketball, Brady? I'm very impressed. Maybe we should trade Aiton for uh, Griner. We trade. We put Aiton in jail. <laughs> Egregious, awful behavior. Aiton for Griner. I don't think anybody'd complain. No, I don't think I'd so. Be like you know what? Same exact person. And I've been down on Aiton for almost the entire season. After last year, I thought it. This is about time you can you can. Now I don't know if his stock's high enough to put him in a trade because you got to sign him first. He's an unrestricted free agent. Somebody's going to throw a boatload of money at him. The Suns have first right of refusal. I don't know who you. I don't know who. I don't know how you say okay, we'll sign him. I don't know how you do it. Because then your then your trade value drops. Because if you give him however much max money that somebody is going to give him, Houston, Portland, somebody stupid is going to hand him a fortune, and the Suns will match it or they'll let him go for nothing. And letting him go for nothing is as dumb as keeping him. So the only the, the there's there's no good win here, outside of a reasonable sign and trade, which doesn't look like it's going to happen. Because he's going his agents in his ear going, don't you worry. You're going to get, you get max money somewhere. Mask way. Yeah, you're, you'll go to Orlando, which is a young upstart team. It's got some talent on it, but not ready. Uh, you can practice two days a week. Right. We'll get you closer to the Bahamas over in Florida <laughs> so you can get back to mangoes and weed, which evidently you love more than basketball. Uh, yeah, there's something going on there. But I, if, if Aiton's still there next year, you're just going to sit back and say, if Aiton's there without a big, like, and they don't turn Aiton into a forward. And that bench disappeared. I mean, this was tough. This is a tough one. John, it's an Arizona team. Of course, they pulled an Amber Heard and S the bed in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I love pulling an Amber Heard. Yep, they pulled the old Amber Heard. And nobody wants to clean that mess. <laughs> left a giant And they left downtown. it for poor James Jones, this super executive that's put this great team together. And now he's got to go in there and pick the poop up off the sheets. Anyway, what are you going to do? No fun. Suns fans, Phoenix people, KTAR's run to the championship is over. It's over. Good. (laughs) But I don't want to hear anything about, like, what a great season, what a blah, blah. Shut up. That that basically means you're the the one who watched maybe a half at a time because basketball is kind of boring, but I keep track of it because everybody seems to stop. Moving on, Sean. Go D-backs. If you didn't, well, they're they're actually (laughs) playing playing pretty good. They're playing pretty good. Not a bad baseball team to start the season. They're making a, you know, they seem to have some pride, which was magically missing from the Suns. Anyway. They didn't throw a no-hitter loss, though. Yeah, I don't know how that happens. I saw that. <laughs> Seven innings. That's all it was. It's the Pirates. What are you going to do? Eh, who cares? <laughs> oh, again, another team. That you don't. I just don't get the pridelessness. It's driving me nuts. And I don't know what it was like. I, I got rid of my ticket. I wasn't going to go to last night's game if I was here anyway, because it's a mid-round game seven. First off, for me, the most lucrative of all ticket sales will be a game seven. And I didn't want to watch them lose. And I didn't, if they won, I got more games to go to that are more important. So I'm looking at games. I ended up selling them to Jimmy Wisman, the comedian. And uh, I sold my tickets. So Jimmy bought tickets from me earlier in the year to go see the Pelicans way early. And the Suns got shelled that game and they were on a winning streak. And I'm like, well, Jimmy, that's it for you with tickets. And he goes, yeah, I seem to be the, the cooler. First time I give Jimmy tickets again, Mush. did it again. He mushed last. I took uh, Jimmy. Jimmy was in the suite last year at the finals. Suns lose that game. 
It's Jimmy Withman's fault, everybody. He makes DeAndre Ayton jelly-legged. And so does the weed and mangoes that that guy can't stop eating. I'm convinced that's all it is. If he doesn't have weed and mangoes in his contract, he's not going to play hard for you. But I think in the coming days you're going to find out the Ayton-Monty Williams-ish situation was... Some oh, friction. There's something going on there. To have him play 12, 15 minutes a game and then say, why is he not playing much? And you're like, it's an internal issue. There's something going on. That team lost its love for each other in this series. I think there, there's a lot of we're not very good feeling. But Devin Booker, I mean, that's, that's the time you go Kobe and score 40 on your own and let the rest of the team, if that's your idol, boy, you didn't show it last night. Anyway, all right, well, that's it. Suns are dead. And now what do we move on to? Well, the NFL's not far away. My eye went dead east last night to say, all right, Kenny Pickett, what you got? And I'll just start paying attention to my Steelers. Cardinal football's here. 90 days? Or you, you got nothing that? to look forward to. No. The White Sox are average right now. Yeah. They're way below what you expect. Still 120-something games plenty, left. Plenty I'm of okay. time. I'm all right. I'm not, not losing faith yet, but football is already over. First I'm not even. You're pretty much Training camp, and they're done already. You're on the clock for next year's draft. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, it's May, though. White Sox are kind of what they are at this point. They got to make a move, or something's different going to happen. Injuries are they're not helping. Kicking our ass yeah. Yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. There's nothing to look forward to until football. I think just sleep it off. It's 108 degrees again. <laughs> Screw this. Perfect. Perfect feeling. Let's get a wake up song to, uh, you know, maybe somebody out there is a Mavericks fan or a Warriors fan. You deserve it. So if you guys pop off and have some sort of we are the champions moment, we'll do it for you. You deserve it. We are. We are. Humbly bowing to our overlords from Dallas. Give it to us good and strong. 585-9800. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUP. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.